We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 987 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Congress is wrapping business, wrapping up business this week. We have the story. I'm Rodney Price. The Wichita City Council will vote on a proposal to upgrade the city's website. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. The first of two storm systems affecting us here this week is on the way out this morning. Turns colder by tomorrow, but brutally cold with an Arctic air mass and chances of snow by early Thursday. Our full forecast here in just a few minutes. Congress is wrapping up business this week. The final public January 6th committee hearing is today. And House panel members say they will announce their criminal and other referrals at at that time. The chairman of the House January 6th Select Committee, Mississippi Democrat Benny Thompson, says they will give final approval to their full report today, but it will not be released to the public until the 21st. Thompson also said they will announce the names they are referring to the Justice Department on a criminal basis. It will be up to DOJ what to do with that, if anything. But Thompson says they will also make referrals under a number of other categories. For example, ethics referrals would be made to the House Ethics Committee. Former White House attorney Ty Cobb said in a recent interview he expects the committee to criminally refer former President Trump. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Gasoline prices continue to fall across the country. According to the Lundberg survey, the price of regular unleaded fell 28 cents per gallon in the last two weeks, dropping to $3.27 per gallon. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg says those decreases could continue. We certainly may see further drops. They may not be as dramatic as just seen, A bit longer term, though, we can probably expect higher oil prices, uh, which would translate to uh, uh, the end of these price drops at the pump. Tulsa has the lowest national gas average at $2.50 per gallon, and Honolulu has the highest at $5.05 per gallon. A man from Pretty Prairie is dead after a single-car rollover crash in Kingman County. The Highway Patrol reports the accident occurred sometime Saturday 30-year-old Carson Becker lost control of his Ford Fiesta and left the road rolling several times in a ditch before his car came to a stop on its roof. Becker was pronounced dead at the scene. Authorities are unsure of the exact time of the crash, and they say Becker was not wearing a seatbelt. An 18-year-old man was hospitalized after he was critically injured in a northeast Wichita shooting. That occurred Friday evening in the 4200 block of North Delrose. Police say the wounded man was involved in a disturbance 
and was shot by a 16-year-old boy, wounded several times in the upper body. Police say they located and arrested the suspect Saturday morning in the 1300 block of East Kemper. The victim's name has not been released. The Wichita City Council will vote on a proposal to upgrade the city's website. That's one of the items on the council's agenda at Tuesday's meeting. The city will vote on a proposal to select Civic Plus from Manhattan to improve the layout, design, and search functionality, among many other upgrades. The new website will cost the city around $184,000 in year one. Wichita.gov is scheduled to go live by the third quarter of 2023. The council will also discuss salary and classification ordinances for next year, along with their 2023 insurance program and engineering permitting software and permit fee increases. Rodney Price, KNSS News. With Title 42 expected to end Wednesday, the White House says the end of the restrictions will not lead to an open border. But lawmakers continue to speak out about the restrictions ending. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson explains from the White House. Republican Congressman Chip Roy blasted Democrats earlier on Fox News Sunday, indicating this is all by design to get more migrants into the country. Democrats want to simply throw more money at the border and then process more human beings while they're getting abused. They're the ones using them as political pawns for their crass political purposes. They're using the Hispanic community. The White House insists the border is not open. Late Friday, a federal appeals court here in Washington ruled Title 42 would not be extended, dealing a blow to many lawmakers who hope the court courts would extend the pandemic-era policy that dates back to World War II and used by the Trump administration to stem the flow of migrants. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. It was a win for the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. We'll tell you all about how it happened coming up in sports. The so-called triple-demic of flu, COVID, and RSV is causing shortages in medications. That story and more news just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 7.08 now, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock on this Monday morning. Kansas Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins tells KNSS News he thinks there will be some movement on taxes in the next legislative session. Now we're back to 84 votes um, because you're going to have veto on all of the stuff that's important to Republicans and especially to conservatives. 84 votes in the House, 27 in the Senate to be able to get past the veto of the governor. So it just increases our work. Dan Hawkins was a guest on the John Whitmer show last night. Here on KNSS. Called triple demic of flu, COVID, and RSV is causing shortages in medications. Dr. Ashish Jal on ABC's This Week says he's heard many areas report shortages in medicines to treat illnesses as winter approaches. He assures the medications are out there. It's the demand that's overwhelming right now. We have more RSV, flu, COVID out there. So that demand, that increased demand, is what is causing at moments, spot outages in certain places. Dr. Jaws says manufacturing is running 24-7, so his hope is declines in illnesses can make more medicine available. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The CDC says hundreds of people got sick after eating 
Bad oysters. A norovirus outbreak is linked to raw Texas oysters. Health officials say as of last week, more than 200 people in eight states came down with the highly contagious virus, often referred to as the vomiting disease. Norovirus can be contracted after consuming contaminated food or water or touching contaminated surfaces and then putting your hands in your mouth. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says the oysters were harvested in Galveston Bay between November 17th and December 7th. And aside from Texas, most cases are in the southeastern U.S. Anyone who purchased the raw oysters should throw them away or send them back to the distributor. Richard Jordan, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.10, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. Uh, right now in traffic, we've got the report of a traffic accident, K-42 and Hoover. That is the southeast corner of the airport there, basically. So uh, K-42 and Hoover, a traffic accident in the area. Want to watch out for a slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve. How are you doing on this fine Monday morning? We're enjoying this warm 37-degree weather we have right now. With the realization that later this week, it's going to get kind of chilly around here, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what, Steve? I'm glad you put it that way. Yeah, basically, this is nothing compared to what's ahead. Yeah, it's chilly this morning. Still going to keep a chill in the air during the afternoon, December in Kansas, right? But we are going to actually turn dangerously cold a little bit later on this week. So if you yourselves will be out and about, I know we're getting close to the Christmas holiday. You may have to do some shopping, may have some family coming in. You may uh, be hitting the road or getting ready to head to the airport yourselves. But uh, just make sure that later on this week, you are bundled up just because because it's going to turn very, very cold out there. Now, before I get into that, let's go ahead and start at the beginning of the forecast, beginning with today. Mostly cloudy skies, 30% chance of rain and snow, mainly during the morning hours. And then by the time we get into the afternoon, it looks like it's uh, generally going to be drier, but we'll still hold on to uh, a lot of the cloud covers. We stay mostly cloudy. And then we'll turn partly cloudy tonight, 42 degrees for the high. So that's that chill in the air that I mentioned even during the warmest part of the day. Uh, 40 degrees for a high tomorrow, staying dry all day Tuesday. I do have a 10% chance of snow uh, by the time we get uh, closer to our Tuesday evening and overnight. Should stay mainly dry, though. 40 degrees for the high tomorrow. Chilly, but still pretty close to our average high of 45. But then the bottom drops out uh, after midweek. So we'll be at 30 degrees Wednesday. Those temperatures continuing to gradually come down. Uh, 20% chance of snow as well, especially late in the day. And then by the time we get into Thursday, uh, snow looking a little bit more likely and bitterly cold out there with a high of 7 degrees. Snow moves out by Friday, so it's going to move in quick, move out quick as well. 9 degrees on Friday, though, so it's still going to be bitterly cold out there. Gradually working our way back up out of the freezer, though. 19 degrees Saturday, 29 on Christmas Day, and then 32 degrees next Monday for the day after Christmas. Right now we're at 38 degrees with a southeast wind at 9 miles an hour. Wind chill, 32. That's the feels-like temperature. But, again, compared to those single-digit highs later on this week, wind chill, 32. Not really all that bad. Steve. So Wednesday is officially then the first day of winter, is it not? That's right, 21st? yeah, the 21st. And I, and I believe uh, uh, technically it starts late in the day. I think uh, it officially starts at like... Uh, between, I think, like 4 p.m., 6 p.m. Uh -huh. uh, so, yes, winter starts Wednesday, but it won't be the first full day of winter. That comes Thursday. All right. All right. Thank you, Ron L. The uh, KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS on this Monday, December 19th. 
We had a sunny day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature, 48 degrees, normal high 45 for the date. And on this date in 1967, nature delivered an early Christmas present in the form of week-long heavy snow on Flagstaff, Arizona. I don't think of Flagstaff as a snow place. I don't think a lot of people would. It's a desert place for sand and heat. (laughs) The town was buried in nearly seven feet of snow, Flagstaff, Arizona, 1967. That's fairly snowy. Yeah. 83 inches, to be more exact, was measured at the Weather Bureau. On three days, the 13th, 14th, and 19th, Flagstaff received between 15 and 27 inches. Wow. That is a lot of snow, especially for folks in Flagstaff, Arizona. All right, on this date in uh, 2008, citing imminent danger to the national economy, President George W. Bush ordered an emergency bailout of the U.S. auto industry. That was on this date in 2008. All right, Stephen Ted in the morning here on a Monday, and uh, uh, interesting. Uh, well, here's what here's what I did last uh, over the weekend. One of the things was illuminations. Saturday night at Botanica. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? We had 13 people in our party. Uh, the tickets, you know, you have to go online to get them, and Shelly went and got, right, right. got all that taken care of. And we got to the gate. My, you know, it was, it was my my wife and I, our two uh, children, grown children, and their children. So. My kids and our grandkids, okay? Uh, and we got to the gate, and there's like 13 of us, I said. And the guy says, well, what do you got? Shelly showed her her phone, got her name, and bang. He said, all right, come on in. It was no problem. I, I like that part. Yeah. And the crowds, the way they're regulating them, there wasn't a huge, you know, wasn't a lot of pushing and shoving. Well, not that many people in there. They they parsed it out over the evening. We went at 6.30. Others would go at 5.30, 7.30. And it worked out really well. The weather was chilly, but there was no wind. So we I never really felt it. And the lights were beautiful, as always. And we just, we had a great time. Uh, at one point, my granddaughter, uh, Mary, wanted to do a little dance routine on a TikTok or whatever. So that happened. But I, okay. was, her, I was her partner. We danced. And it was looks pretty goofy, but it's only, so you made an appearance on TikTok. Yeah, and then you stuck it on Facebook this morning on my Facebook <laughs> page. So it's it's a little wild, but uh, there you go. Afterwards, we went uh, to one of our favorite restaurants, the Savutes. Of course, Pete's ever they advertise with us here, but uh, right, right. the Savutes took the, part of the family there and ran into a couple of people I know, but one of them I ran into Bruce Silsby, who's the of course he's the general sales manager at Donovan Auto. And I've known Bruce since he was a little boy, <laughs> and I was a young man, and he was there with his his beautiful wife, and we said hello to Bruce and had a little conversation. It was it was a lot of fun. Had a great, I just say we had a great uh, Saturday, great uh, time at Illuminations, hmm. and uh, oh, nice. And I guess they've got they're going to the first of the year out there if you if you want to go. Oh, did ride the carousel again. Uh, I was a little. It gets a little harder to climb up on those horses. But I did. Now, how is there not a TikTok of you riding a, a carousel horse? <laughs> we had a, a Facebook photo of that last year. <laughs> just a photo. So, uh, But, it, you know, they, they just they don't do much, Jed. They just go up and down. They, oh, you can't, I, can't really fall off. I understand off. the concept of a carousel. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> you can't really fall off unless you're completely inebriated or kind of clumsy. So uh, yeah, everything went so. okay. Anyway, great time with the family <laughs> Saturday in Wichita. 717, Stephen Ted in the morning here on... 
KNSS. It is sports time this morning with Jad Chambers on the sports desk. Jad? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is right. Chiefs. Good Kansas news. City Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Well, yeah, good news. They, hey, for the seventh time, they've managed to clinch their division. Right. Yeah, they got the win in Houston Sunday facing the Texans. They very nearly did not, however. Houston (laughs) took the early lead. They led by a point at halftime, and they outscored the Chiefs in the third quarter. The Texans led this game most of the way. They did. Yeah. The Chiefs did manage to hang around the whole time. They tied the game at 24-all. At 24, they tied it. And was it a field goal, Buckner? Yeah. Finally made one. He missed one. They had a chance right there at the end with the seconds, uh, with just seconds remaining. Uh, They had a chance to win it with a 51-yard field goal. Harrison Butker missed it. He had had already missed an extra point point. in the game already. So Butker having issues, but uh, missed a 51-yard field goal for the game winner. So the game goes to overtime. One of the worst things that can happen in overtime, if you get the ball first and you fail to score. That's exactly what happened. The Chiefs failed to score, had to punt the ball away to Houston. So that that's bad. Yeah, that's really bad. However, huge fumble recovery for linebacker Willie Gay Jr. The Chiefs got the ball back. This time, I'm just outside the I think it was on the 24-yard line or something like that. And that sets up this play. Uh, you heard it right here on 987 at 1330 KNSS. McKinnon, the single back. Three receivers in a triangle to the left side. Mahomes hands it off to McKinnon, trying to dart left. 25 20, downfield block. 10 5, touchdown! Kansas City! Terrific run by Jarek McKinnon to win the game in overtime on a 26 yard run. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won the AFC West for a seventh consecutive year. First, I got to say they're lucky. Yeah. They had 10 penalties. They played off, awful they, football. They did, yeah. And uh, that the recovered fumble, actually the the opposing player was on it, but somehow it, the ball snaked <laughs> between his knees and Gabe pulled it out from between his legs. Yeah. That was funny. But that's more or less up, what it looked like Heads happened. up play. Heads yeah, up play. Way absolutely, yeah. Uh Chiefs head coach Andy Reid says, well, it it wasn't that we played badly. It's that there's a lot of parity in this league. That's what Andy Reid says. That's a hard-hitting group, uh, football team. Our team knew they were well-coached. In today's world, in the NFL, can't go by the record. Everything is so close, the parity, and you're off by, like, a fingertip catch or maybe a penalty or a turnover. I mean, it's just one thing. It's never been where there have never been so many close games as there is right now that have been determined by one score. We knew it was going to be a battle. We, we just we felt that going in. And uh, like I said, a well-coached team with, with good players. <laughs> Coach, penalties? Yeah. It wasn't just one thing this time. But... Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was, the one thing was the reason you won, not the reason you, you almost lost. <laughs> you got a lost. couple of breaks is what you got. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of how that happened. But yeah. anyway, the Chiefs get the 30-24 win. Uh, next up, Christmas Eve game, Saturday, hosting really? the Seattle Seahawks. Yep, NFL Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, it's right here on KNSS at 630. The Los Angeles Rams in Wisconsin facing the Packers. Uh, tonight over on KFH, it is the WSU Coaches Show with Isaac Brown at 6 o'clock. 
And the Shockers coming off of that loss to Oklahoma State Saturday at Intrust Bank Arena, 59-49 to there. Uh, that tonight over on KFH is going to be followed by the women's head coach, Keitha Adams Show. That is at uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, the Wichita State women coming off of a Friday night win over Southern University, 72-42. to we had some college football news on Sunday. Marquez Sigel, five foot eleven sophomore defensive back from North Dakota State, announced his intentions to transfer to Kansas State. The Wildcats pick up their uh, newest defensive recruit uh, or transfer uh, before Chris Kleiman was hired to replace Bill Snyder as K State's head football coach four seasons ago. He led North Dakota State to several FCS championships. That probably helped the Cats in their latest acquisition. Uh, Sigel spent most of his time playing cornerback at North Dakota State. Uh, Insiders are saying he's projected to play safety for K-State. So uh, K-State got their uh, newest player. And Friday night in Allen, Texas, the Wichita Thunder lost 4-2. The Americans scored three goals in the final period. Well, on Saturday night, Thunder managed to hold on for the 4-3 win over Allen. Uh, Thunder return home Wednesday night to begin a three-game series against Rapid City. That's sports on Steve and Ted in the morning. 722 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Another link between screen time and a child's health. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. recognized Marconi awarded radio show. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, 730. Steve McIntosh here. KNSS. 37 degrees. Gasoline prices continue to fall across the country. According to the Lundberg survey, the price of regular unleaded fell 28 cents per gallon in the last two weeks to $3.27 per gallon. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg gives the highs and lows nationwide. In the December 16 sample, Tulsa has the low average at $2.50 per gallon, and Honolulu has the high at $5.12. Lundberg also predicts that further drops could be coming in the future, but oil prices may increase as well. Potential charges on the horizon for former President Donald Trump. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports. A big day in Washington this week. The January 6th committee will unveil its final report to the American people about the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. After a year and a half long investigation, the panel is expected to recommend the Justice Department pursue criminal charges against Donald Trump. In their lengthy report, the lawmakers call Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election a, quote, attempted coup. It will be up to federal prosecutors to indict the former president. Ukraine's leaders say their nation needs air defenses to push back Russian forces and open the door to responsibility for the aggression against them. Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky says the air power is needed to defend people and infrastructure that Russian President Vladimir Putin says he plans to target. Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S., Oksana Makarova, on ABC's This Week said too many are worried about unprecedented consequences Putin is threatening. I think it's the moment when we stop listening and analyzing what he says and focus on A, winning, and B, um, taking him into accountability. Ambassador Makarova says ending the war will put the Russian president closer to a war crimes tribunal for his actions. Grinnell Scott.
Fox News. Severe turbulence rocked a flight from Phoenix to Honolulu Sunday, seriously injuring 11 people in what a Hawaiian Airlines official called an isolated and unusual event. John Snook, the airline's chief operating officer, says the flight was full, carrying 278 passengers and 10 crew members. Honolulu Emergency Medical Services Director Jim Ireland says 36 people received treatment, including those with nausea or minor injuries. He says 20 people were taken to hospitals, including 11 people deemed to be in serious condition. Snook says there was some internal damage to the aircraft. Kansas Attorney General Derek Schmidt tells KNSS News about one of his greatest accomplishments as AG. Finally getting the new KBI Forensic Science Laboratory in Topeka, the headquarters lab built, uh, was a tremendous accomplishment. We've needed to do that for 25 years, and we were finally able to get that done. And the reason that matters is that it moves cases and investigations along in every community in the state, uh, from Wichita to the smallest burg. Derek Schmidt, a guest on the John Whitmer Show, heard Sunday night here on KNSS. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. We have a cloudy sky this morning with scattered showers pushing on off to the northeast. It'll be breezy at times with a high 43. Colder air will come in after midnight, tello 22. Sunny and dry tomorrow with a high 29. And a more significant winter storm system moving in late Wednesday night and early Thursday with Arctic air. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a cloudy sky, 37 degrees. We have a southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS, 736 here on a Monday morning. And it's time for uh, our weekly uh, visit with the mayor. Monday's with the mayor, Brandon Whipple, with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, Steve. Good morning. I'll tell you, can we do some sort of a uh, mayoral proclamation saying we want to postpone winter for a while because it looks like by midweek it's, it's going to be cold. Real it's cold. about to hit us. Yeah, yeah. I woke up uh, from a text message from my dad <laughs> who uh, yeah, I guess I'm 40 years old, and he still thinks he needs to tell me it's about to be cold out. Yeah, uh, telling me to um, go make sure my uh, pipes uh, or my my faucets outside are, are uh, all protected from the frost and, and the freeze. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so here's a reminder, I guess, for your listeners: it's about to get really cold, and um, let's make sure folks take care of their uh, anything that might be. <laughs> freezing and right. make sure that it's prepared well yeah and i i had that happen to me uh, several years ago i got caught unawares and had the pipes freeze up that's an expensive proposition so if you've got your if you've got your uh, garden hose or hooked up to your outlet you need to unscrew that and make sure it doesn't happen that's that's one yeah good precaution from your dad there anyway so yeah <laughs> i know he's never, he never stops uh the whole dad role <laughs> yeah so. yeah well Good point, though. Good point. I'll give it to him. It, you never stop being a dad, that's for sure. Listen, that's uh, right. you got a city council meeting tomorrow, and as I understand it, we're going to be looking at, uh, what, getting a new web uh, web page design for the city? Is that right? Yeah, we got a few things going on uh, tomorrow. One of them is the new website. Uh, definitely, our pretty much our old website, it was described to me as being built in-house, uh, which means that you know, we just kept adding on to the existing framework of, you know, what is an outdated website. Uh, and it was more focused on uh, just um, the uh, experience for, uh, from uh, folks who uh, do business with the city. It was less focused on the user experience of folks who, who you know, might, might just need uh, to find information quickly. 
so this is going to be a brand new website. It's going to be modern, and it's going to hopefully make navigating that website a lot easier for people who are looking to pay their water bill or to find information about what's happening at City Hall. All right. And uh, is that a company that's already been selected then? Uh, it has so long as it gets voted on. Oh, okay, um, okay. So, yeah, the staff usually will go through proposals. It really cuts the politics out of uh, out of um, you know who we do business with when you have staff uh, who, who look at that, and then it comes to us and they will recommend, hey, this contract's better than that one, and then, then we'll vote on it. So, uh, yeah, at this moment, um, it, it's all picked out. Everything's ready to go. It just needs the approval of the council. It's up to thing that to, over, since the start of computers, which was I don't know how many years ago, I've often said to you, I've always felt like. It was confined. It was they were invented for guys who like computers, and the rest of us can go suck. I mean, it's, <laughs> until until somebody teaches us everything about it. But uh, yeah, this this is good. I think this is, that's a good idea getting that upgrade. It, it hasn't happened, uh, so you know we, we haven't had a, a overhaul in, in quite a while. So uh, it's good that we're actually in a good position financially to, to make those type of investments. Yeah, uh, yeah. Another thing that I learned on Friday, it's not in the report, but I met with our budget director or director of finance. And for the third year in a row, uh, we have a surplus uh, at the end of the year in our budget, uh, which is really great news that allows us to take that money, uh, put it aside for, for next year's budget or God forbid anything breaks or, or comes up that's unforeseen. Uh, you know, we have some funds to address that. So, we're looking at maybe a surplus of about a million to 2.5 million. These guys get really uncomfortable giving hard numbers because, <laughs> you know, it's a bit of a moving target. Sure. But it sure. uh, looks like we're going to have a surplus this year, which means that we can invest back into our services, uh, particularly with that customer service experience, people who do business with City Hall. Uh, also, tomorrow's agenda, it's an interesting item because it's, it's something that we don't talk a lot about, but there was a lot of discussion in the Kansas legislature about this. Uh, we are voting for the Wichita Area Restoration Program. Uh, we're all acronyms around here. Uh, so it, it is a program that will uh, allow uh, easier access to uh, folks getting their driver's license back uh, once their driver's license has been suspended. Uh, basically, in Topeka, you know, uh, State Representative Gail Finney, uh, before she passed, she worked very hard on this bill, got it through the legislature. What they discovered was folks would get a moving violation, I don't know, rolling through a stop sign, get a ticket, uh, something would happen where they either couldn't afford to pay it or they missed a, a, a date in court. They wind up with a driver's license suspended based on that, uh, which uh, some folks wouldn't even know their driver's license were suspended, and it got in the way of uh, snowball uh, and get in the way of uh, them being able to go to work. Uh, so legislature changed the law, said if you get your driver's license suspended, we can give you um, pretty much a, uh, a driver's license that lets you go to and from work uh, because we don't want you losing your job over it. Uh, so that was put in place a couple of years ago. What we're doing is actually Wichita's home to 25% of the 200,000-plus drivers who whose licenses are suspended at this moment. Uh, and we want to help folks get uh, through the legal process, get their license back, so they can get back to work, uh, and you know get back to that independence of having their uh, access to their car and their driver's license. So that's a program that we put together. It's a partnership with a nonprofit law services, um, and it's going to really, I think, help people through that process. So that's just you need to pass an ordinance or something just to make that happen. Is that right? Well, it's actually a bit of a um, uh, what do we call these? We call them uh, when we just start them. Uh, they are 
pilot programs. <laughs> so okay. it's okay. a bit of a private, uh, pilot program uh, with different partners uh, in our legal community, and we're hoping to sustain it through grants uh, or other type of funding uh, sources. So uh, we're working with Kansas Legal Services, and because they are a nonprofit, that allows us to uh, to fundraise and to um, get grants uh, for the continuation of this program. So uh, it's not so much an ordinance change. We have updated our ordinance since the legislature changed their criteria. Uh, this is an addition to that to uh, really make sure that the intention of the law changes actually are able to happen uh, because, you know, you might change the policy, but unless you uh, can navigate that policy, it's really all for nothing. So you, is you actually just giving folks a, a pathway to get get that license back then, huh? That's right. Um, okay. And uh, for those who need it, <clears throat> they'll get, get – oh, my goodness, sorry. <laughs> they'll get referrals for uh, – um, uh, for uh, legal services over at Kansas Legal Services. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the goal is to get people back to work. Uh, really, if you um, can't afford a, a ticket or, or had an issue navigating our system, uh, again, what it's, the result is, is folks are actually losing their jobs uh, and losing their houses and, and just finding themselves homeless wow. or uh, <laughs> in, you know, the, the, in, in a level of poverty when – Frankly, our, our system's not easy to navigate. So, if yeah. we can help people uh, get through that, uh, get their bills paid, uh, you know, get any fines paid off, and then get them licensed so they can get back to work, uh, back to life, uh, that's that's really what we want here. Okay. Well, is is that it for then for this week? You think? Yeah, I think. Uh, right. Hopefully, there's no drama on anything else. You never know. Well, you never know. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, so far so good. I think that's uh, two major things happening. Um, and then we have a meeting next week for some reason uh, and <laughs> talk to the city manager. Uh, so we'll uh, have just a couple items. I can't wait till the new year. Um, but, yeah, until then, uh, uh, Merry Christmas to everyone at the station and all your listeners. Right. We uh, we will not be here Monday, the day after Christmas. So we'll give you we'll give you a day off from the so Steve Dead Show. Okay. <laughs> you can call if you want to. Nobody will answer. But, uh, you know, if you really, you really want to, go, go ahead. But, yeah, no, good morning off then. That's you and your family, though, again. Thank you, and, and uh, Merry Christmas to you. And have a, have a great, great holiday. We appreciate it. You too. Take care, guys. Wichita Mayor Brendan Whipple with us this morning. Mondays with the Mayor, we call it, with Stephen Ted. 743 now. And uh, coming up, we've got a Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Local banks remain optimistic about the new year. That's coming up, Stephen Ted, in the morning here on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS on a Monday morning. Three big things. Three. Kansas City Chiefs win seventh straight AFC West title, defeating Houston 30-24 to in overtime. Two. Big drop in nationwide gas prices down 28 cents in two weeks to an average of $3.27 a gallon. One. Congress wrapping up business this week. A report of January 6th committee expected today. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. This morning we've got, uh, well, traffic volumes pretty heavy out there right now in the Wichita area. Seen some heavy traffic east and westbound on Kellogg right around the central business district at the moment. Traffic conditions not looking too bad out there, but we may have some wet roadways in places here and there. We've just got some, you know, overcast conditions and per- Little bits of precipitation here and there, but for the most part, traffic conditions looking good. Traffic update from the 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. You have a 30% chance for morning rain or snow, then cloudy today with a high of 43 degrees. Sunday's high was 48. Mostly cloudy and cold tonight, the overnight low 20. Tuesday, partly sunny and cold. Tomorrow's high, 28 degrees. 43 today. 28 tomorrow. Now a cloudy sky. Southeast wind at 8 miles per hour and 37 degrees. Preliminary estimates reported by the Kansas Department of Labor and the Bureau of Labor Statistics show a seasonally adjusted unemployment rate of 2.8% in November in Kansas. This was unchanged from 2.8% in October and unchanged from 2.8% in November of 2021. Private sector jobs decreased by 1,000 over the month, while the government jobs increased by 600. The Wichita area unemployment rate stood at 2.9% in November, and that's down from 3% even in October. And the Wichita area includes Sedgwick, Sumner, Butler, Harvey, and Kingman counties. Another down day on Wall Street Friday. The major averages falling for a third straight session with stocks ending lower for the day and week on continued worries that the Fed will be tipping the economy into a recession with their inflation-fighting efforts. Big tech, real estate, and healthcare companies were among the biggest laggards, while communication services were among the gainers. And shares of Meta Platforms bucking the downward trend with the shares popping over 2% on an upgrade from J.P. Morgan Securities due to several factors, including that its revenue should start to pick up. The Dow winners cap- Caterpillar, Amgen, and Boeing. The Dow decliners, Goldman Sachs, McDonald's, and United Health Group. The Dow falling 282 points. The Nasdaq down 105. S&P 500 down 43. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Now local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. For Wichita's banking sector, there is no doubt industry dynamics have shifted from 2021 when pandemic-driven government programs and stimulus checks helped to drive jumps in commercial and consumer deposits. But even with a potential recession looming, executives at some of the city's largest banks said they have reasons for optimism heading into 2023. Jesse West, director of commercial banking at Fidelity Bank, said the banking industry has had tremendous liquidity loss, and we're not immune to that, but that commercial deposits and Fidelity Bank overall have been resilient. Jay Smith, president of Interest Bank, said as inflation and other factors drive cost increases, he is seeing businesses use money retained earlier in the pandemic 
to fund additional operating costs or, in some cases, business expansion. A local nonprofit effort to help startups and grow businesses in Wichita's Hispanic community are getting an, an assist from a prominent financial institution, Empower, which serves the city's North End neighborhood, announced it has received a $180,000 grant from Bank of America to support its small business development program. The grant covers a two-year period, and funding will be shared through the Empower program, which is targeting two cohorts of entrepreneurs next year with 10 to 12 businesses per cohort. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted in the morning. And a thank you to our friends at uh, Taco Bell last Friday afternoon in the, in the lunch hour. I was at the Taco Bell at uh, Kellogg and Greenwich uh, on the east side of Wichita, and we awarded $98 in cash to a lucky person coming through the drive-thru. Uh, just picked them at random, and they got $98 in cash. That's our, of course, our uh, FM frequency, 98.7, so $98. And that's we've been doing this, of course, uh, for several years with Taco Bell. And uh, uh, Friday, I got to do one there at uh, on the east side, and, and there was a young guy. Um, I don't know, probably well, he was in his 20s, I would bet. All right. And he had a younger fellow with him. I guess it was his little brother, probably <laughs> about nine or ten years old. And when I said, I got some money here. For this, you guys like to have some free money? I thought that the younger guy was going to jump out of the car. I mean, he started <laughs> jumping around and, and hooting and hollering and saying, free money, oh, boy. So I don't know what, they, what those guys were going to do with that money after they left Taco Bell. But it looks like nice. they, they may have had some plans to go and do some uh, shopping. So, Well, it was enough to cover the crunch wrap, that's for sure. It was. And, uh, <laughs> again, it's, it's, uh, it's just uh, having so much fun doing this every year with Taco Bell. And we've got one more we'll be doing on uh, Friday. We'll let you know where that's at, uh, where what the location is. But, uh, yeah, Taco Bell Christmas Cash, just a fun way to – a great way to – let people know that we're thinking about them here at Christmas time. And uh, now, speaking some... of Christmas time, yeah, uh, what I was going to do this weekend, I was actually going to do some some of my Christmas shopping. Uh, went over towards the uh, town town East Mall. Way too crowded. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't even going to try. Wow. I said I I took one look at how full that parking lot was yesterday and said, nope. Wow. Isn't going to happen. Uh, I've got one thing I need to uh, go buy at an electronic store. I uh, went up by that electronic store, full parking lot. Yep. Nope. I'll I'll get her midweek when I get off work sometime when there's probably going to be a lot less. Yeah, that would be better timing, Indian, but I hope you get it out, get in the car and let it warm up because it's going to be cold oh. shopping the rest yeah. of the week. Today is uh, National Hard Candy Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it can be safely said that hard candy has long been a preferred sweet snack. By many societies in the medieval medieval period, sugar, the only true ingredient in candy, uh, was prohibitive because it was so expensive. Ah. Uh, thus, the Jolly Ranchers and Blow Pops of the Dark Ages were reserved for the royal and the wealthy. So at one time, hard candy, you had to be rich to have it. Nowadays, not so much. Yeah. That's for sure. All right, uh, 7.55, Stephen Ted in the morning coming up. 8 o'clock, stop of the hour. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Got a lot of things to do this morning. We'll get the latest on efforts to wrap up Congress this week. Uh, Jed has sports. He's on the sports desk. As 
Ted takes a day off. That's right. We'll tell you a little bit about the Chiefs' win on Sunday. Did not go smoothly. <laughs> and I'll tell you all about it coming up at sports. Plus, we got entertainment news. The blur is on the way as well. Uh, new king of the box office. Probably no surprise there, but that and plenty more of entertainment news on the blur. And your Monday morning traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with us. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.